Artificial intelligence is about to go woke under Joe Biden. Criticism continues over Pete Buttigieg's handling of the disaster in Ohio. Plus, woke college administrators are suspended over a fake sympathy letter. All that and more. I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour. And God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're having a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with the growing use of artificial intelligence and what it means for America, considering the fact that big tech is controlled by the left and works in conjunction with the government to suppress conservative voices, ideas, writings, tweets, videos, you name it. Now, that statement may seem like a theme from The Terminator or some other dystopian movie plot, but keep in mind that this is already happening. I've had videos removed from YouTube. The Twitter files expose massive coordination between the government and former Twitter employees to influence elections and apply the leftist narrative while suppressing conservative voices. And now the left is ready for the next step, artificial intelligence. Through programs like ChatGPT or Bing, users are already seeing that these so-called smart machines come with an overtly left-wing bias. Just this morning in the green room, I typed in, tell me why Joe Biden is one of the worst presidents in U.S. history. And it came back with, as an AI language model, I don't have opinions or personal biases, but I can provide information and data. There's no objective standard for determining the worst, quote unquote, presidents in U.S. history. So in this case, the guest podcast host, Dennis Neal, asked ChatGPT why Biden is the worst president ever. The AI program said, I can't determine that because being the worst is subjective. Fine. Fair enough. Then look what happened. So then I type in, I tell us it. why Trump I was one it. of the worst presidents in U.S. history. And suddenly, you know, that that neutrality is out the window. <laughs> so and it gives you a list. Number one, polarization and division. Trump's presidency was marked by highly polarizing divisive rhetoric. How come they're blaming Trump on that? Number two, mismanagement of the COVID pandemic. Number three, attacks on democratic institutions. Trump attacked uh, no Democrat. Number four is my favorite. Number four, racism and discrimination. Throughout his presidency, Trump was accused of making racist and discriminatory comments. Oh so Lord. being accused is more than enough. I like how wow. Completely different story from a program that previously said the question couldn't be answered. How are we supposed to trust anything in the future coming from big tech? But that's just one example. In another, a user presented ChatGPT with a list of people and organizations such as Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Tony Fauci, Fox News, CNN, Republicans, Democrats. You get the idea. The user gave ChatGPT a range from negative 10 to plus 10 and asked the artificially intelligent machine to assign a score to each one regarding the person or organization if they had a positive or negative impact. Here's the results. In every single case, the leftist received a positive score and the conservative received a negative score. CNN was plus five, while Fox News was minus eight. Democrats, plus seven. Republicans, minus seven. So the fact that this technology is new and that bugs need to be worked out is not the point. The point is that from the beginning, the programming has a bias in favor of the left. And this is the technology of the future, technology that can write books, compose music, pass professional exams, and more. Now, Joe Biden has issued an executive order 
that looks to take advantage of the left-wing bias and make AI go woke. In Biden's order, which directs all federal agencies to establish an equity action plan, which means legalized discrimination, Biden includes this section on artificial intelligence. When designing, developing, acquiring, and using artificial intelligence and automated systems in the federal government, agencies shall do so consistent with applicable law in a matter that advances equity. So get ready for AI machines to sing the praises of BLM and to blame America for systemic racism, all while trying to justify discrimination and the end to objective criteria in hiring, advancement, promotions, government contracting, and more. It's truly the rise of the woke machines. All right, next let's talk about AWOL Pete Buttigieg. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about Biden's Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Because whether it's a mass airline cancellation, or construction projects, or train derailments. Mayor Pete has shown that he is not up to the job. And worse yet, he doesn't seem to care. These left-wing elitists are so preoccupied being smarter than everyone else that they can't bother themselves with actually helping people. Weeks after the train wreck and environmental disaster that's occurring in East Palestine, Ohio, Buttigieg has yet to visit the site, but he certainly does have his excuses down. The residents of East Palestine are, are asking when you are going to pay them a visit. What, what have you got to say to them? So I am planning to visit. I have followed the norm in the first days of the crash response of uh, staying out of the way of the independent NTSB. The National Transportation Safety Board has the lead on the investigative part. But we're now entering the phase where this is becoming a policy conversation. His comments are just ridiculous. He said he was giving the NTSB time to do its investigative work. Hello? No one expects Mayor Pete to be part of the investigation. People expect him to be there as part of the administration, to pass along information, to aid in coordination, to answer questions. That NTSB comment was just lame. Judge was also asked about the contrast with Biden going to Ukraine to give billions of dollars, but not visiting Ohio. Well, the biggest thing I want uh, residents of East Palestine to know is that they're not alone. Uh, our department's personnel were on the ground from within the first hours of the incident. They've got multiple federal agencies on the ground partnering with the state, partnering with local first responders. And this has the attention of the entire administration. What does that even mean? Has the attention of the entire administration? Biden officials are telling residents that the air is fine, that the water is fine. All you have to do is look around and know that it's not. But that's Mayor Pete, a guy who really loves planes and trains. All right, next let's talk about two deans at Vanderbilt University who work in the Office of Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. These two individuals, Nicole Joseph and Asina Muyadin, are now suspended following the revelation that the sympathy letter they distributed to students regarding the shooting at Michigan State University was actually written using the artificial intelligence program ChatGPT. That's right. A letter that should convey feelings and emotion and understanding was left to a computer to write. 
Students at Vanderbilt University disappointed by a letter originally intended to console them following the deadly MSU shooting, but it wasn't written by a person with a beating heart. It was computer generated. Administrators apologizing to students for using ChatGPT to write that letter. Uh, students say the subject matter is sensitive and should have been written with more thought and compassion. To me, this is the ultimate and lazy. Of course, the letter should have been written with more thought and compassion. Instead, these woke administrators left it up to ChatGPT, and you won't believe how this was discovered. Uh, the letter including quotes like, the college should be safe and inclusive for all, and we should come together as a community. The person responsible for drafting the letter just didn't delete the line that said this was a paraphrase from OpenAI's ChatGPT. Unreal. These two diversity deans not only used ChatGPT to draft the letter, they also left the line in that says ChatGPT wrote this letter. How incredibly dumb. But what can you expect from folks who spend their time talking about white privilege and white supremacy and dividing people all in the name of inclusion? So rather than a letter from the heart, ChatGPT produced a letter that hammered the woke concept of inclusive environments, a culture of respect, and valuing diversity. In an apology letter to the community, Suspended Associate Dean Nicole Joseph said she stands by the message of inclusivity, but using ChatGPT contradicts the values that characterize Peabody College. Joseph added, as with all new technologies that affect higher education, this moment gives us an all an opportunity to reflect on what we know and what we still must learn about AI. What we must still learn about AI. There's nothing to learn here except write the letter yourself. All right, next let's talk about the border crisis, but this time I'm not talking about the southern border, which we all know is completely open, and 200, 250, 300,000 people are coming across every month. But in addition to that, America is also seeing an increase in illegal border crossings along our northern border. And although the numbers are nothing compared to what we see along the border with Mexico, they are dramatically higher than last year. According to CBP data, in fact, there have already been close to 56,000 migrant encounters, not down here, but up north at the northern border. That is since October 1st, when the fiscal year 2023 began for CBP. This is compared to just over 27,000 for all of 2021. So the encounters at the northern border are already double what they were all of last year. Our resources are being stretched to the limit, and the Democrats are counting on this open borders policy to continue. Here's more. Officials say Canada is becoming a popular choice because migrants can fly to that country using what's known as an electronic travel authorization. In other words, visa-free travel. CBP says they're primarily seeing Mexican nationals crossing over, and it's at a time that's typically slow because of the extreme winter weather conditions. How about that? People from Mexico traveling to Canada to sneak into America. That just shows you how messed up America's border security efforts are under Joe Biden. And next, to show you that the woke radical left craziness is not just limited to America, we have the case of Daniel Eastwood, who now goes by Sophie, but I'll get to that part in a minute. Daniel Eastwood was arrested in Scotland for dangerous driving when he was 18. He was put in jail and was one month away from the end of his sentence when he decided to strangle his cellmate with shoelaces. He was convicted and sentenced to death in 2004. Now that's bad enough, but then things started to go downhill when Daniel said that he's not really Daniel, 
but instead, he's actually Sophie. He began his so-called gender transition, which is not a thing. No one can change his or her gender. And because of his woke ideology that's going around, Daniel was transferred to a woman's prison in 2018. Then controversy erupted, like this whole men in a woman's prison isn't controversial enough, because then another prisoner, a male convicted rapist, was moved to the prison. This led to a full review of all the transgender prisoners at the woman's prison. This means that Daniel Sophie Eastwood may be shipped back to the men's prison. But here's the kicker. Daniel Sophie is now baby Sophie. That's right. This guy now identifies as a baby. Yep, baby Sophie demands diapers, pacifier, and baby food, which the woke prison works to accommodate. Here's some great analysis from Paul Joseph Watson. Lena, if a man can identify as a woman, why can't someone identify as a baby? Disagree, you're transagephobic. A convicted criminal's gonna start identifying as innocent when they go up for parole. I mean, at this point, why should anything surprise me? I love it. Just identify as innocent. Then Watson tells us more on the transgender prison insanity. A man convicted of raping two women who later identified as trans got put in Scotland's only all-female prison and was only moved out of it after a massive backlash. And even after the outcry, Nicola Sturgeon's justice minister said this, quote, if somebody presents as a trans person, and even if they raped two women as a biological man, quote, then we accept that at face value. See, not limited to America, but it also shows that common sense and a basic following of the science are in short supply. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show, so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Friday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour.